Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. At Mrs. Muffin's cabin, after voicing their suspicions about Mrs. Muffin, Jessica and Bob decide to go to sleep for the night, where Jessica has a nightmare about her old life at Rabbit Cove. Upon awaking, the gals have a brief heart-to-heart before deciding on what to do for the rest of the day following Hagatha's orders. With Q fooled, they decide to head out to Los Marineros to find Kristoff and begin their grim work. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. You head out of the dense, snowy forest and back onto the main trail. It takes about an hour before you arrive at the entrance to Los Marineros. The raptors are doing okay, but you're definitely keeping a closer eye on them after the whole debacle yesterday. And now that you are aware, you can definitely see like the almost immediate change in temperament once they've been in the cold for a little bit. And uh, sitting out front of Los Marineros by the big welcome sign with the tiki font, you see the same centaur boy that was prancing around yesterday. Only he seems to be sniffling sadly, slumped over in the snow. Boy, why are you crying? Everybody's family came back from the park, but my mommy and my new daddy didn't. No, no, we gotta go. Jess, we gotta go. Jess, we gotta go. Jess, we can't do this. Jess, I don't want to do this. No. No. That's really sad. And Jessica runs away. No. Yeah, the raptors take off. (laughs) Oh, my god. And the boy stays sniffling in the snow. Uh, Oh, my God. No. Do you want to unpack that? I know we should. I know we, we, I obviously know we should not just abandon this centaur boy. But what do we, what do we do? I can't help but feel that if if there was some form of narrative structure to our lives, that we might uh, we might find a few of these kind of moments along the day today to make us perhaps feel guilty, or just feel something. Do you really think so? I don't know. 
I think today is going to be a minefield of contrived coincidences that are designed to make us feel a certain way about the, things. S- the heavens part and an angry man booms down. Contrived coincidences? Is that what you think of my world? Oh, no. The I ground beneath angered. you breaks apart and you get launched into the vacuum of space. Ah! Oh no! <laughs> and then all of that gets undone. <gasps> because I am a kind and benevolent god. Barbara, what? Barbara, did you did you just did you just get launched into space or was that just me? What are you talking about? Are you okay? Um you know, Is this like another one of those nightmares, but like you're, you're awake? Oh, golly, I don't know. Gosh, me. Okay, you need to take a breath. Oh. All right, take a Ooh. breath. Take a breath, Jess. Yeah. No, I'm taking that breath. Hey, um, why'd you, why'd you run away from that little kid? I do not have the emotional bandwidth at the moment to help contribute to that conversation oh, with him. Yeah. Um. Got it. But thank you, Q, for checking in on me. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And Jessica gives him a pat on the shoulder. Okay. Sorry, I I guess I haven't had much time for that whole personal development thing, you know. You've had plenty of time. You're doing great with your personal development, and Jessica boops him on the nose. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. Uh, Barbara, you had a thought? I did, but I, I don't know if I really want to humor it anymore. We can just, um... What is it? Speak your truth, sis. Ooh, nice one. Oh Thanks. my gosh. Mrs. Muffin has, uh, <laughs> give me some books. Give me some books? <laughs> um, oh, my God. No, I just have, uh, I have a, a, an unpleasant feeling in the pit of my stomach that, um, uh, and I could be wrong, but I do feel like, I, I don't, I, I, just, do you recall seeing any sort of, um, centaur-esque people on the island? Q, you, do you remember any of that? Um, I can't recall centaurs specifically, but there were a bunch of those kind of fucked up bodies. Yeah. Yeah. That we couldn't really... Yeah, so I kind of got a, like, bad feeling about that. You know? Yeah, I don't necessarily remember seeing any centaurs on the island, but, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean there weren't any. But I have a feeling we're going to be running into a lot of people that family might not have made it off the island because we only brought back a few survivors. Yeah. Oops. True. Oh, you know what? Actually, Jess, maybe we should maybe we should use this to our advantage. Maybe we should bring along Centaur Boy, learn his name first of all, and maybe take him over to Goldlight. Use him as le- not use him, but you know, have him aid. Our case help, in yeah, life. Help hey, him we make him part help. of the case because yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? Let's turn around here. And okay, okay, okay. Jessica starts to turn the raptor round. Bob follows. Hey there. Um, hi. And Jessica dismounts off of her raptor and she goes, "Hi there. Hi. So uh, I'm so sorry about." Um, before. I like your horses. Oh, thank you. What are their names? You know, we haven't cut quite figured out names yet. I think we're just waiting for the personalities to shine through before we do that. But uh, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Um, so what's your name, young man? Um, I, my name's James. 
Oh, hi, James. I'm Jessica. I'm here in town because I'm looking to help join a, a, the legal team that's going to be trying to help you you folks around a the town. legal to... team? What's that? Oh, well, a legal team is... Um, they're kind of like uh, knights in shining armor, but um, oh. with paperwork and stuff, you know? Cool. And uh, Jessica pulls out her spell book and, t- and tears out a back page of it that's blank. And she quickly does a bit of origami folding to try to make it into like a piece of armor for him to take. Give me a sleight of hand check. Okay, let's see. Sleight of hand. Uh-oh. No bonus on that. And it's a three. <laughs> okay, you make some folds, but it doesn't quite look like armor. <laughs> well, you know, I might not be the best paper folder in town, but, you know, my legal skills are much better. So, you know what? Let's go talk to a man that I think he's going to be able to help us. You, you can know? help find my mom and new daddy? I think he will at least be able to get some answers about where your mom and dad might be. I just don't, I don't necessarily want to get your hopes up, you know? I just, okay. I do want to help you though. If, if that's all right, and I hold out my hand for him to take. Where are we going? Well, his name is uh, Mr. Goldthwaite. Have you uh, have you heard of him before? Yeah, I know Christoph. Okay. Well, uh, do you want to go and see him again with us? Because uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to help him out, all right? Okay. And uh, Jessica will remount. All right. Yeah. Follow us, or you know what? You've been to Goldthwaite recently. Go ahead and lead the way. Okay. He's usually at the restaurant. Awesome. And he starts skipping through the snow. But it's a very sad skip. Oh. But you follow him through and he leads you through Los Marineros. You pass past the the beer garden and Los Hoteleros. You pass by the little info shack with the Warforge still behind the yellow tape inside. And you make your way toward the northern end near the docks where you killed the goblin guard, Victoria Madrid. And he leads you to Cups and Cabanas, the large restaurant that you remember uh, music blaring out of last time you walked past the outside of it. It looks like a big ship that has been placed upside down, very similar to the Companions Hall in Skyrim, but much more like beach theme, bohemian, like, chill, dude. (laughs) And there's a little multicolor wooden fence on the outside and you see the entrance. It is currently very early, so there is not much music playing right now. It is not turned in here, but you see a number of different tables out. It's very Key West in here. Mm. Lots of like lime blue colored things and white. Mm -hmm. And as you walk in, you see a number of people. You see behind this big bar on the eastern side of the building is a blue merperson who is there with a long curved mustache. At a table, you see a dark elf in a muscle tank, jeans, and leather jacket. He seems to be enjoying a very simple breakfast with some coffee. And then sitting at the bar, you see a big leshen in a suit. So this big kind of tree creature. And beside him, you see Rachel. They seem to be talking to the merperson. And the merperson is just going, Well, I... I just didn't think that... Letting her off the... Ah, damn it. And Rachel goes, It's okay. It's okay, Redoran. It's not your fault. 
And as you enter, James goes, Hello? And you see the Leshen and Rachel turn around. And the Leshen's, like, eyes light up. Like, they kind of glow a yellow. They see you and begins to move towards you. You hear the crunching of twigs and leaves with each step. Oh, and no. Oh, the crunching of it. twigs. Stop oh, it. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> and he goes, do you have loved ones who were affected by the events on Isla Libre? Jessica, Barbara Q. And Rachel runs up and gives you a hug. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Oh, hi. I give that hug right back to her. Oh, hi, Rachel. Oh, my gosh. It, it is wonderful to see you. I hope you've been able to get some rest and you haven't been working yeah, all this yeah. time. No, no, no. Love, these are the people who helped me off the island. And you see the Leshen kind of takes us in and almost kind of like bows to you a little bit and goes, My friends, I owe you more than you can fathom. Thank you for returning my love to me safely. Oh, yeah. you are oh, absolutely my. welcome. Of course. And I, I presume Mr. Goldthwaite? Yes, Christoph. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, the pleasure is mine. I'm Jessica Felcher, and this here is my compatriot. Go ahead and introduce yourself, dear. Oh, thank you. My name is Bob. So nice to meet you. Heard a lot about you. Hello. And James looks up at you and goes, Wait, you guys were on the island? Yes, we were. We uh, we we went onto the island to try to find as many people as we could. You didn't. You didn't see my mommy or my new daddy. And Jessica kind of kneels down and goes, "Well, the island is a is a really big place, and it, it's uh, it, it's hard to necessarily find everybody. But we, no, I I didn't happen to see your mom or, or your new daddy." At least not yet, anywho. And Kristoff places a big leafy hand on James and goes, We will do everything we can to make sure that your family is found. It'll be okay, Jimmy. Okay. Can I have a chocolate milk? And the mer person behind the bar goes, Yeah, of course. Have a seat, Jimmy. And you see he... Pulls out a little chocolate milk and serves it to him. Love me some chalky milk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Mr. Goldthwaite. Hi, I'm Q, by the way. Oh my goodness, Q, I am so, oh gosh, you know, I am terrible with the introduction sort of thing. Uh, it's okay, I kind of fade into the background sometimes. I feel no, like you do is... not. You're the oh star my of your gosh, own show, Q. Q. Do Come not on. talk, I don't want you talking about our friend that way, yeah. okay? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Give yourself a little bit of grace, sir. My goodness. And you don't need to keep apologizing. All right. Uh, I'm not sorry. Good. That's the spirit. This is Q, by the way. It, that's Q. Hello, Q. It is a pleasure to meet you. Once again, I cannot thank you enough for returning my love to me. And also, for apprehending Michelle Crichton... We will get justice for this. Uh, going off of that, actually, that's so funny that you mentioned that because, you know. It, 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 isn't it? It, it is. It, it's no, just it, kind it, of the oh, funniest wow. thing. A real chuckle. Um, uh, Mr. Goldthwaite, um, you know, 
Yes. Jess and I were actually hoping to meet with you today, or, you know, uh, to discuss us potentially helping you out with, um, with the case. You know, we feel like the more the merrier, sort of, in this sense. I mean, it's a very especially. I mean, especially given the, the circumstances of yes. the case, being that it's we're representing such a large group of people. Exactly. And their yep. interests. And we want to make sure that we, we you are you have all the help that you could possibly need. Correct. You know, as people who had actually gotten to the island and, you know, were, were part not to toot our own horn or anything, but succeeded in, in, in getting people off of it, I think we might have a pretty interesting perspective to uh, to help advise, you know what I mean? And on top of that excellent perspective, we also have a, um, a, a bit of a history with the legal system as well, because you know, um, I actually myself- That uh, was going to be my next question. I thought it might be. Look at us, same page, wow. Great minds. Wow, like we are already, I can Booming. feel the energy. Back and it forth, just like up, coursing you know? through Absolutely. us. Absolutely. To, to speak to my own legal experience, I, uh, not to toot my own horn, but to, uh, you know, toot toot. Um, I am actually a, a, a judge of a courthouse. Uh, oh my. You might've heard of the Courthouse of Serenity. I, uh, I beat the former judge in a, uh, in a, uh, in a riddle off. You say, I am a former judge, and he goes, oh my. And then you say, you might have heard the Court of Serenity, and he goes, oh my. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it, uh, it certainly has its, uh, its own particular charms, shall we say. But beyond that particular legal experience of mine, I have also represented um, several different cases back in, um, oh golly, the East Coast, you know. Uh, it is just... Uh, wow, you've really been all over, huh? You know, all over, uh, not all the regions of our dear old old Mauricia here, but for quite a, quite a few places, uh, yeah. Tell me, what is a judge doing as an attorney in another region? Well... You know, I'm on sabbatical, just wanted to come out this way. Um, I was looking to visit a, a dear friend of mine, um, uh, Barbara here. Hi. And uh, just thought we we kind of were passing through the area and we, we figured out about all this terrible business that was going on here. Oh, darling. And you see Rachel kind of smacks Kristoff and like a leaf falls off. Oh. She goes, stop haggling them. Listen. I trust Jessica and Barbara completely, okay? They can help us accomplish whatever we need to accomplish. Oh, Rachel, stop. My goodness. I do owe you all a great debt. And if you have the experience you claim to have, I suppose I could use some help in representing this. I want to get this moving before, uh, before the case settles too long. I don't want to give the opposition too much time to build a defense. Especially since this is a, a first for the court systems. So I could definitely use the extra manpower. Woman power, if you will. Oh, <laughs> oh Barbara, you were on it, sister. <laughs> Thank oh my you. gosh. Um, wow. Sorry. So you were actually mentioning um, about the defense, you know, getting a, getting a head start and like, you know, building up a good case. Yes. Do you happen to know who who's working? I do not. I don't know if Michelle Crichton will be bringing... 
her own defense or a public defender. Uh, I have to get this case filed properly with the court. I've had some preliminary filings, so really it's just a matter of, uh, of heading on over and talking to Judge Wicksworth now that we actually have the suspect in custody. Okay, sure. Um, would you mind if maybe Jess and I went with you or if you wanted us to file it for you? You know, we're here, we're here, we're at your disposal, we're here to help. Yeah, we can absolutely, whatever, which, in whichever way you need, you feel best. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we take a look at what we need? Okay. And then we can make decisions from there. Sounds like a great plan to me. Super duper. Halfway there. But don't stop now. This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Turkey, I'm stuffing potatoes, green beans, whatever these little purple things are. It's Nikki bulking season. Gotta get ready to crush those girls when they come around. Yeah, just picture it. Calvin, Grizz, and Gary all jacked. Oh, they won't know what hit them. They'd have to be real... What's the word? They gotta be sneaky? No, no. Conniving? No, it's close, but no, no. They gotta be... Yeah. They gotta be crafty. Yeah. They'd have to be real crafty to get around us. But there's only one man with that amount of... craft. I guess. Crafty Rogue, roll a perception check for me. Six. Very well, Crafty Rogue, you have no idea where you are except for the fact that the smell of fresh turkey pervades your nostrils. What do we see, Crafty? You see a hunched over man sitting in a tree with uh, feathers glued to his arms and a cardboard uh, beak over where his mouth would be. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What is, I don't know, paper mache Big Bird doing? (laughs) Paper mache Big Bird is spying on the prize Mm, okay well presently with that roll of six you're not seeing much (laughs) you just know there's a building there's a window but it's like stained glass so you can't see through it but you just smell the 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 sweet smell of fresh fresh turkey (sighs) i need to find where that stench is coming from so that i can have my Thanksgiving turkey. 
the giant spell book behind you lets out a wail. <laughs> and it has its own feathers taped yeah. on and, <laughs> and beaked. <laughs> it has like one of those uh, hand turkeys that little kids draw like plastered on the cover. Quiet. <laughs> You're not very good at this camouflage, are you? He's going to um, slide down the tree and peer into the window of this building. Okay, I'm, uh, now that you're closer, give me another perception check. 11. <laughs> okay, well, it's enough to peer through the glass, and so, like, you're looking through the stained glass, so everything is tinted red. But you see inside are a bunch of live turkeys. Not only are they alive, they're sitting in salon chairs, getting their feathers done. <laughs> they're having their their little nails trimmed. They're walking around going... <laughs> Some of them are gossiping to each other, holding out a feathered hand. <laughs> <laughs> and it is just a salon full of turkeys. But I smelled a fresh... Fresh turkey, as in fresh, alive. As in alive. <laughs> Crafty Rogue is going to look for the juiciest, plumpest turkey he can see. You see Roberta <laughs> wagging her tail feathers as she uh, she does the nice plump sway down the aisle. The Crafty Rogue beckons a finger to the book in the tree. <laughs> you hear... <laughs> As the book, like, flops its way over to you. And now... And with both hands, he's flipping through the pages. Flip, 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 flip. Here we go. He's going to do disguise self. Very nice. Okay. As a turkey salon employee. You turn into, like, a big turkey with a name badge. The name is... Uh, the name badge reads etsy.com slash shop slash the crafty rogue shop. <laughs> yes, Etsy for sure. <laughs> and Etsy, the turkey salon employee, is going to walk through the front door. You walk through the front door and all the turkeys immediately nervously turn to And then they see it's just uh, an employee and they kind of relax again. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> where is Roberto in this uh, establishment? <laughs> Roberta is walking towards the back room, the office that you presume would be private chambers for crafty deeds. Mm. Etsy is going to walk through the crowd casually to the back room. Yeah, you you walk through and you continue and you see. Roberta wagging those fat, juicy <laughs> thighs around. <laughs> Excuse me. I couldn't help but notice you come for some hairdressery. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I agree. It's fabulous. <laughs> she gestures with a feather toward the tiny spell book that is hanging from your waist. <laughs> Oh, this. This is um, from the Crafty Rogue shop. Definitely not me. Yes, it is a leather spill book. Oh, yes, you can get them uh, online from uh, etsy.com slash shop slash the Crafty Rogue shop. Oh, yes, they're very affordable with the offer code DREMBUS. 
Yes, 10% off indeed. I know what a deal. <laughs> uh, but but uh, anyway, um, I w- w- would you mind coming with me? I I would like to uh, give you a touch up on the. Um... <laughs> they raise a feathered hand to like their their chest and uh, seem like they're very willing to go with you. <laughs> oh, girl, I know. <laughs> this way, <laughs> he's going. He's gonna find like um you know like a hairdresser stays with the swivel chair in the mirror and all the all the workings yeah <laughs> so he fluffs the seat and he gestures for her to sit down she does <laughs> so he starts to like grab something from the drawer and he's like so how are the how are the girls how are the children <laughs> oh st- uh, yes uh, <laughs> stop. No. <laughs> Girl. He takes out the spray bottle. Yeah. He starts unscrewing the spray bottle and uh, filling it up with like cooking oil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you pull out your flask of extra virgin olive oil off of your, uh, off of your hip. And- <laughs> that he always carries on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he starts spraying it all over Roberta's feathers. <laughs> she is enjoying it. It is the thick oil is just dripping down her feathers. And she is like, oh missed a few spots here. And anyway, so go on. Um how's how's Reginald? <laughs> Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I said, sister. You better put a ring on it. <laughs> so at this point, he's going to put a towel over <laughs> Roberta's eyes, a, a warm, yes. wet towel over Roberta's eyes. She falls asleep with, like, the towels wrapped around so that only the beak is sticking out, and you see the tongue, like, poking out over the edge of the towel. <laughs> Just for good measure, he's going to take out his spell book and carry the two and subtract chicken. And here we are. And he's going to cast sleep on Rupert. <laughs> and he's going to set the hair dryer to 450 degrees. Fahrenheit. <laughs> and the camera zooms out as we just hear the very faint ultra high intensity hair dryer from behind the walls <laughs> as outside a giant spellbook lasciviously licks its lips awaiting its thanksgiving meal <laughs> i guess that's an ad <laughs> Ah, jeez. Well, it's the given season, folks. So give a sweet leather spellbook to someone you love. Well, give it to yourself. Ain't no rules against that. Especially when you use offer code DRIMBUS to get 10% off at etsy.com slash shop slash the crafty rogue shop. And you know who's especially giving? Our patrons. 
Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Greta and Vignette, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Connie on DVD, NB Star, Stephen B. Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fox, Trip, and Carrie Holmes. What a bunch of cuties. Okay, see you later. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please... Check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi Western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Can I, can I get you all anything to drink? This is the mer person behind the bar. Oh my goodness! Well, you know it's a bit early for anything more uh, hard than like a nice tea. Do you have a nice tea, perhaps? Uh, yeah, I got some tea. I also have uh, if you want any, uh, some scrambled eggs. We were all just having some <gasps> breakfast. Oh my goodness! Oh. Golly, I would absolutely adore a bit of scrambled eggs. Barbara, do you want anything, dear? You know, I might take a note out of um, Jamie's book. I might get myself a chalky milk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, big fan, I gotta say. I'm gonna be honest. And actually, to the scrambled eggs, you wouldn't happen to have any haggis, would you? I'm afraid not, sorry. Ah, you know, you gotta ask sometimes. As a side note, Michael recently had haggis for the first time when he visited Scotland, and oh my gosh, is it delicious. Really? <laughs> really? 
It sounds is, disgusting to me. It sounds it not great. Excellent. No, it is. It is incredible. That's awesome. That, like when the guy was like, when I was like looking over the menu, the guy was like, trust me, anything that you've eaten in an American hot dog is worse than haggis. That's true. Hmm. Well, you know, if you don't have any haggis, if I could actually just get perhaps uh, some bacon. Do you have some bacon? Sure, I got you. And it's on the house. Oh, my goodness. Anything for friends of Christoph and Rachel. Oh, Stop. No, please. I mean, you're you you're running an establishment here. You need a you need a little at least a little something. I insist, please. No, 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 no. And and he takes your hand and he says, "You've you've paid us enough. Thank you." And uh, um, I just hope that this resolves well. And you see, Rachel kind of puts a hand on the mer person's hand. This is a, uh, this is Redder and Kratowski. He's um, he's Grotto's partner. Oh my goodness. Oh, we are so wow. yeah. so very um. We're so sorry. It's okay. Um, Rachel had told me all about it, and well, I, I'm just glad the others got off. Grotto always cared so much for others that it's it's good to see that they went out helping. They did. They really did. Just do me a favor and win this case for them, please. We're going to do our absolute best. You have our word on that. Absolutely. Uh, Kurtowski's that's such a such an interesting uh Name is is that a family name? Yeah, yeah, it is. Lovely. And uh, you see the bar, like the behind the bar area, is kind of like an indoor pool. That's awesome. <gasps> the restaurant is dry, but then like you sit at the bar, and everything beyond it is full of water. So he swims over to the grill That's so and cool. starts making you the scrambled eggs. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> what a great idea. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> and so Kristoff then walks over and says, So, what we need is to build a compelling case. I've gotten so many signatures. And he pulls out a clipboard and you see like he has a spreadsheet basically with names and signatures. And he says, I don't know if you're familiar with the case of the Biscayne Boys. Um, actually, a bit, yeah, you know, um, I actually have an office back in the Orgea region, and it is in the Biscayne Boys building, believe it or not. Really? Well, then, uh, you should be familiar with the fact that, in that case, they tried multiple people for one crime. So you're hoping to do a bit of a, like, a reverse situation on that? Precisely. Based on that principle, I believe the courts should allow us to represent clients in mass who have been harmed by the same event. This is not a case of individual versus individual, or even individual versus corporation. This is the people versus Michelle Crichton. I've already collected as many signatures as I could from those who were either on the island or had a connection to someone on the island. Everyone who experienced emotional distress, everyone who incurred physical injury, 
everyone who lost a loved one. All that harm can be traced back to this one event. Surely, we cannot be denied justice. No, absolutely not. So, in order for us to actually bring this to fruition, now that Michelle has been apprehended, we need to formally bring this case before the courts. That should be relatively easy and quick. Just requires the trip out. And we need to select our key witnesses to build our defense. These need to be stellar people to really demonstrate the harm that Crichton caused. Okay, so file case, key witnesses, anything else on our task list for that day? I mean, that's, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Other than that, you know, getting our facts in order and getting ready to speak before the court. I'd like to get this moving rather quickly. I don't know who Michelle is going to be choosing to defend her, but since it's an unprecedented situation, I don't want to let them get too much of a leg up on us. Uh, well, if that's the case, do you have any key witnesses in mind? He hands over the clipboard to you and he says, To be quite honest, any number of people would make excellent witnesses. This, uh, it, the horrors on this island are hard to deny. Rachel has informed me a great deal about the, um, about the more perverse areas that you discovered deeper inside the facility. Yeah. Anyone who survived those or saw those would make for very, very compelling witnesses. Oh! But if we don't have enough of that, then perhaps even just, uh, and he kind of darts his eyes towards Redoran and goes, Unfortunately, you know, spouses or family members who had someone who was seriously hurt or killed on the island would probably make for compelling backup cases as well. Of course. Um, actually, that reminds me. Jess. Um. Yeah. We, uh, uh, Kit. Kit. Kit is supposed to be joining us, um, or coming back at some point. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, Goldlight. Um, Jess has a buddy. Yes, R Rachel. Rachel told me it's... Do you know if he's all right? I heard he was in pretty bad shape. He, no, he, he is okay. He, well, you know, emotionally is a whole other, <laughs> is a whole other question. But, um, he did have to return back home to, um, kind of set up a base, you know, um, deal with a, a, a big loss. Yeah. Um, but, um, after that, he said he would like to come back to help with the case. In fact, he, he did say that he planned to be back this morning. And Jessica points to the door as if... <laughs> <laughs> Signal Kit to make a grand entrance, and she kind of waits for a moment to see if anything happens. Okay, well, he's not here just yet, because he <laughs> might not know that we were here, but we are expecting him to come back today. Yeah, okay, and, and Bob is going to, like, put Jess's arm down because she's still holding out. Yeah, but, um, you know, when he does come back, though, I think... I think he is one of the first people you should talk to because he was literally when we got there, you know, he was strapped down and, and, and being worked on Certainly. all sorts of things. So I'm thinking Kit and then potentially maybe if we don't, I mean, keeping um, Bob is going to actually, you know, she learned this from Jess, keep a voice down a little bit um, to not maybe bring back um, bad memories or just a very recent fresh loss. 
we can consider asking um, the Hammers, you know, because Martin fortunately came back to his family, yes. but in a very um, different state than when he left. So I think that could be both a positive light to shine, but also really by doing that, really emphasizing the negative of having him lost and then, you know, getting worked on and then just coming back in a totally different shape. I think his family might be up to it and really want to get some justice for what he went through specifically too, so. Certainly, I think the Hammers would make for a very compelling case. Mm-hmm, okay. Now, while we're thinking of witnesses here, we, we're trying to paint a picture for the jury. What kind of picture are we aiming to kind of, what's, what's our angle here with the defense? Are we going towards like a damages? Are we going towards a um, uh, the emotional taxing? Like what kind are we, is it a multifaceted angle? What's What, what have you been thinking, Mr. Goldthwait? Well, I, I think it's clear, right? Like Michelle's a total monster. She, she like brought people onto this island. She, she let them die there and then she purposefully brought people back and experimented on them and killed them over and over and over again. That's like some fucked up shit, man. Indeed. That is indeed some fucked up shit, Q. I would have to agree. I think that is rather fucked up shit and... The more vile we can make Michelle out to be, the more intentionally malicious and harmful, then I think the better chance we have of winning this case. Marvelous. That is a, that is a great point to, to go on, for sure. I was told there were um, lots of experimented bodies on the island, yes? Correct. Yes, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there certainly were. I assume they're all still on there. As far as I know, I mean, when we left, we left them there. I don't think it's worth going back to get them, but your friend Kit perhaps would be a good demonstration. Absolutely. You know, undeniable evidence of yeah. what occurred. 100%. Irrefutable, for sure. Yeah. In terms of additional eyewitnesses, we, of course, there's Carla, the opera singer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was, uh, her husband is here as well. I had him sign the, the papers before she returned. Well, yeah, so we got Kit, Martin, Carla, of course, Rachel, although you don't think that the defense would use the um, the relationship between yourself and Rachel to try to cast doubt on the, her testimony at all. I'm just thinking ahead here it's, in terms of putting her on the stand. It's definitely not out of the question, so. I would say Rachel would probably make for an excellent witness. We should probably save her as a, uh, a backup, though. Yes, agreed. And if it comes down to it, either of us could do the examination when she's on the stand to help prevent any sort of um, discussions of... Oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Ah, Barbara, Conflicts you know. Conflicts of oh, interest. God. Thank you so you much. Go. Oh, gosh. Boom. This is why he's the lead of the case, guys. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Rachel, you're right here. You, are, do you feel comfortable uh, being a, a witness on the stand should we need you? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would say my main concern is, of course, yeah, the, uh, the potential conflicts of interest. And um, I do... Uh, I mean, it's not an issue, right? I, I work at the court, but I'm not an attorney, so... 
No, I, that's, that's, I, you're totally fine. I, you know. Okay. Yeah, that should not be, that, that can't really be held against you. I mean. No, absolutely not. And I mean, as long as, I'm sure that like they, if you're involved in the case, I'm sure they wouldn't necessarily have you working the case. Exactly. In capacity exactly. Oh, they yeah, shouldn't. Yeah. Be sure. anyway. They definitely so, shouldn't. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, of yeah. course, Q, you could also make a great witness. Sure. Yeah. 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 Especially given your position. I mean, there's absolutely a, there's a, there's a certain level of trust that um, the community and the courts have when it comes to a, uh, people who are here to keep the peace or help keep the peace absolutely you know cool yeah i i'd be happy to to testify uh i saw all the same stuff you guys did so that's true yeah know? no that's a great that's an excellent point jess um q if you're up for it i think it would be really beneficial to put you on the stand okay yeah i am okay let's do it awesome so what's the game plan then i guess we just got to make sure that carla and martin are are both okay to get on the stand and uh, when we see Kit when he gets back to make sure with him as well. And I mean, that's that's like a, a, a decent amount of witnesses so far, but- I, th um, I think that quantity will be more than enough to make our case. These, I mean, there are more, there are many, many more and we have all of their signatures on the petition. You know, we could possibly do a whole thing where maybe we read the whole list of names off to demonstrate the far-reaching uh, ramifications of this. Exactly. Absolutely. But I don't think we need to bring every single person up, just the most compelling cases. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Well, if that's the case, looks like we're getting in a nice good place here. Ha! Oh boy. Sounds like it. All right. So, how do we want to handle our two tasks? Should I go file and return uh, while you guys talk to people? Or do one of you want to go file? I feel like recruiting our witnesses is going to take the most manpower since we're going to need a couple of them. Right, right. Um, Jess, what do you, I mean, I mean, you know, we've already met these people. I think it would be, I, we did tell them that we might be in contact with them soon after returning so maybe yeah they... you know i think I, that, us... that sounds like a good game plan and i've already been talking with judge wicksworth about this for a couple of days now so uh now that michelle is there it should be relatively easy for me to process the actual case so i can go do that and return relatively quickly and I'm so sorry, my ears are so betraying me this fine day. Um, did you say Wigsworth or Wicksworth? Wicksworth. Okay, like the wick of a candle. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Okay, good to know, good to know. And you know, speaking of good things to know, when you go to file the case today, if you happen to get like a, because most cases have like a shared file situation. When you go to file, if you happen to find out who, like any other information, like in terms of the people that are on the other side, like who Michelle has for her defense and who has, um, gosh, jury selection and all that, that would be also good information to know so we can get like as many details on the case as possible, you know? Sure. Since they file it, they're probably going to be working on the case all day. So I doubt that information will be... I mean, maybe it'll be ready end of day today. Uh, 
We'd have to wait until the court opens tomorrow, probably, to figure that out. Gotcha. Alright. Unless you want me to wait around. Oh, no, I don't. You need to do with your time as you need to do. It's absolutely okay. We'll find out at some point, I'm sure. All right. Well, if that is that case in the situation of the case, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> then perhaps uh, we should enjoy our grub here and uh, get to stepping. Yeah. And uh, Redoran serves up the plate and he goes, all right. Enjoy. I uh, I put a little extra bacon in there for you. Oh my goodness! You oh, and I wow. made the nice tea. And he pulls out cups of tea. Oh my goodness! Wow. You just you can't get this kind of quality service in big cities. I'm telling you. Oh, anyway, and Jessica like takes a fork and begins to enjoy her scrambled eggs and bacon. Mm -hmm. The scrambled eggs give you both. Uh, each of you roll one hit die. Ooh. I got an eight. I got a seven. Ooh. Okay, you each gained that many additional temporary hit points. <sighs> Thanks, God. And as you sip the tea, you each gain a temporary plus one to constitution. What? I will say I totally did order a chocolate milk. Um, oh, uh, yeah. That's okay, he, though. Uh, I could, sorry. Um, uh, Bob, Bob really doesn't want to say anything. She's just going to drink a tea. You know, she has no issue. Um, It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, James is drinking his chocolate milk and he goes, Do you think, do you think I could go to the island and see if I could find my mommy and my new daddy? Oh, gosh. James. Jimmy. May I call you Jimmy? Yeah. Do you prefer Jimmy or do you like James? Uh, I like them both. Okay. Well, little Jimmy James. You can get me a, you can get a sandwich to us real fast, wouldn't you, Jimmy James? <laughs> oh Sorry. Well, his, Sorry. his last name is Buffet, so I suppose it'd be all you can eat. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. And Jessica smacks the arm of uh, the little jokester next to her. And then, uh, well, you know, uh, James, um, the island is a, is a very dangerous place and we want to keep you safe. And I'm sure your mommy and your daddy are doing all they can to get back to you, okay? Okay. And uh, Jessica kind of turns to, to Goldthwaite and the others and she goes, is there, um, I mean, now that Michelle's kind of taken on here, are there, have you heard any rumblings of uh, expeditions to the island to try to see if there's any other survivors? Nothing at the moment. I know a couple of the Crichton Industries guards have just kind of been hanging about town. They're, they don't really know if they have jobs anymore. They're kind of well, upset about it. Sorry to interrupt. Would there be any way to, like, um... I mean, they can maybe keep the job, but just change the description. Can they go back to the island and instead of kind of, uh, locking people, they can release them? Does that work? I mean, they... Well, remember, they weren't doing any of that. They were just kind of uh, preventing travel to and from the island. Exactly. But their employer is Michelle Crichton, so... With her in jail, they don't really know if they have jobs anymore. You get me? No, I... Yeah, mm -hmm. I understand. Um, I mean, if... I mean, if they're still hanging about, though, can we just maybe... I guess we can't really put them to work. That wouldn't be... I guess we can't do that. 
Yeah, not yeah. unless you have the gold to pay them. I suppose we can't. No, nope, there's nothing we necessarily could do. And Jessica looks at Barbara for a moment. Mm-hmm, I know. Yeah, okay, well, in that case, I just have to say this was an absolutely delightful cup of tea, and my constitution feels stronger for it. And it's ready to take on some witnesses. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Okay, well, uh, I guess let's put our hands in, hey, team? Oh. And Jessica holds out her hand to, like, do, like, a little cheer moment. Yeah, sure. Oh. Hugh, like, puts it in very excitedly, while Rachel and Kristoff are kind of more tentative about the atmosphere. And then you see a little centaur hand sadly go into the middle. Oh, no, no. All right. On three, we'll say justice, okay? Mm. One, two, three. Justice! 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 Justice. (laughs) Nice. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I have sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, Lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I am. <laughs> Lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professional. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f- Who is there? Forgive Me, a comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.